0: Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Look, Bumble knows you're
1: exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1, since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
0: Hello, hello, this is Eleanor, executive producer of Unwell. This show is possible because of the support of our fans. Mm, That's you. If you are enjoying the show, we hope that you will join us as a member at audaciousmachinecreative.com. For $5 a month, members get all kinds of behind-the-scenes content, like annotated scripts, deleted scenes, and full tracks of the original music in the show. And you get an ad-free feed not only of Unwell, but also of all of the other fiction podcasts we make. You can find us at audaciousmachinecreative.com. Dot .com Again, that's audaciousmachinecreative.com
2: I don't know. She wants something I can't give her. I mean, Marisol wants me to commit and commitment is big. But then she left, so it's a mess, you know.
3: Perhaps, Miss Harper, she doesn't deserve you.
2: Doesn't deserve me? Silas, I didn't expect profound advice, but that's a little basic.
3: <laughs> I'll admit, this is rather out of my purview.
2: Well, some creatures fall in love, maybe.
3: My only loves were my book and my flock.
2: There wasn't someone else? Hmm? Silas?
3: No. No.
2: All right. But the rest of the night went great. You'd think my dad and mom divorced for 25 years, snowed in a house together for, God, it was two and a half days. Would be awful. But it was actually lovely. It makes me
3: happy to see you happy. Thanks. And how was her memory?
2: Perfect. Completely back to normal. By day three, mom was making French toast in the kitchen like when I was a little kid. Her French toast is so good. It was just... Nice. It felt like... it felt like the way things were before.
3: When all was simple and calm. Yeah. You are fortunate to be housed in such a welcoming place. To be in the domain of the one who blooms is a blessed thing.
2: You're talking about Fenwood.
3: I don't care for the new name.
2: But when you say one who blooms, you're talking about the house? Or is there something else?
3: Where does the body end and the soul start?
2: Seems like you're sidestepping my question.
3: My dear, I might ask you a question in return. Who decides when these woods awaken? Nature? You suppose a tree tells a tree tells a tree. Flowers whisper to each other. No. It is decided.
2: I mean, I don't know. Sometimes things just happen. Who told the birds what song to sing? No one. They just made it up. Who made the forest burn down?
3: I didn't. Why? To send you a message.
2: (laughs) You mean a threat?
3: Goodness, no! Oh, my dear Miss Harper, no! I told you a story when we first met. There was once a girl who needed to be shown the way. The story of the woodcutter's daughter, remember? I remember. The fire was an invitation to be shown the way. To where? To the truth. You must understand that there are forces here that must be reckoned with. There is power, there is danger, there are people, a whole town, in need of saving. The peril is great, but the prize is greater. What? I set up a problem for you to solve. Danger exists, yes, but it can be overcome. How
2: was I supposed to get that from a forest fire?
3: I thought it was an elegant metaphor. People died. I cannot be expected to control the wolves. I was so sorry that they perished. I truly was.
2: Okay. Well, no more fires. Next time, send me a letter. Through the normal mail. (laughs) Might get the message across better.
3: (laughs) And no stories.
2: No metaphors. Just the
3: truth. I will always tell you the truth, Lillian.
2: Okay. And in return, you want... Friendship. That's all you want? My friendship?
3: Not all. There has been such chaos in the town. Surely you're aware of the... disagreements between the false prophets and your mother?
2: You mean the Delphics?
3: Yes. Pompous, arrogant, snide little worms.
2: (laughs) The Delp-shits, more like. (laughs)
3: Yes. If it were up to the Delphics... Please, Delp shits. (laughs) I would never be allowed to set foot into town.
2: But you aren't allowed to, right? I mean, that's the whole thing with Mom.
3: It's true that my relationship with the caretaker has been fraught. There was unpleasantness in the past. So long ago, who can remember the exact circumstances, but... Rumors became tradition, became a chain around my neck. We want the same things, you and I. Reunification, stability, calm, enough chaos. We've spent enough time being lost, little birds, flying to the ones we love, only to have them brush us away? They must understand how they've hurt us.
2: They must. Okay, but... Then we forgive them, and then the town is calm once more. That's the goal. Calm?
3: The goal? The goal is calm.
2: Great. That should make the house happy. His mood has not improved since we last spoke. What has he said to you? Oh, he doesn't say words. He just sings a sad song. Or a happy
3: song. Nonsense.
2: Okay, a sad song, then a marginally less sad
3: song. Surely he speaks to you? Nope. Just clanks the radiators at me. Inside the house will not do. You need a place where you can hear him clearly, without distraction. If you're going to suggest the door in the basement,
2: don't. I think it permanently vanished.
3: Not the door. Somewhere else. Where? Where the water trickles slowly and a rainstorm means your death. Where the sun has been bricked off. And there is danger in each breath.
2: Oh, Jesus, a riddle?
3: <laughs> a riddle? Reverend Lodge, can you just tell me? You don't want to solve it? No. Truly and certain? Just tell me. The storm drains. There's a lovely one running under the alley behind Main Street.
2: a million pounds! <laughs> Come on! Hey. Oh! <laughs> uh, hey. What are you doing? Uh, um, well, I remember there being a manhole back here.
4: Why are you going into the sewer?
2: Not a sewer. Storm drain.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm trying to talk to someone.
4: Who? Um... If you're going to lie to me, just don't say anything.
2: That's a little complicated.
4: And you're looking for this complicated person in the storm drain alone.
2: Yeah. That seems dumb. Well, I'm a dumb shit. Enough. So.
4: Do you want someone to come with you?
2: I would have called you if I did.
4: You haven't called.
2: I haven't. I wasn't the one who left. Can I come? Probably pretty gross down there. Abby says there might be rats.
4: I've never seen a rat in Mount Absalom. Maybe a
2: chipmunk. So I don't need this crowbar.
4: (laughs) No! (laughs) What? No! Oh my
2: god! That's like three feet long. They said there'd be rats! There are no rats. You want to come? into the storm drain with me. Isn't that really dangerous? Eh, as long as it's not raining. It's only pretty dangerous.
4: What happens if it's raining?
2: You die. Well, drown. Well, same thing. According to the guide... Guide? Abby wrote me up a how-to. It seems pretty straightforward.
4: Guide to storm drain exploration. Why didn't
2: Abby just come along? They've got a dissertation deadline.
4: Well? All right, I'll come along. Let me go change my shoes.
2: Let's just go. Chucky e. tees are fine. You don't know what you're doing. Neither do you. Hey, at least I skimmed the guide.
4: Give me that guide.
2: Read it on the climb down. I got a spare flashlight.
4: Okay. Uh, hold on. I got to do something first. Who are you calling? Hello? Hey, you're on speakerphone. I got Lily here.
2: Oh nice! It spikes. Hey spikes. Hey Lily. <clears throat>
0: well, Aunt Muddy.
4: Lily, I'm sorry. You were right. Lies are not better than the truth.
1: And
4: And there are no secrets amongst friends.
2: Thanks. Spikes, I'm sorry we didn't tell you about Wes. We should have told you once we found out.
0: It's okay. I guess maybe I kinda knew. Or I thought something was odd. He knew a lot about Howdy Doody. That kid's TV show in the 50s? Like, he'd make references to the minor characters.
2: (laughs) Okay, we gotta go do a thing. Explore the sewers.
0: What?
4: We'll talk to you later. That's not fair. Wait till I'm there. No sewers until you're 18. (laughs)
0: Fine. Love you. Love you too. Bye,
2: Lily. Bye. Let's go. Let's see. You want to watch out for methane gas? But you can't smell. So look for a nice strong breeze going. Stagnant air's not good.
4: How do you know it's a storm drain and not a sewage pipe?
2: The manhole's one of the spiderweb shaped ones with tons of holes. It wants rainwater to come down and there's not like literal raw sewage. I mean, it's still not safe, Tons of jagged, rusty metal just itching to give you tetanus, walls literally dripping in disease-causing bacteria, broken glass, and the whole thing's slippier than hell. And don't trust the step irons. These guys.
4: The ones we're currently going down?
2: Yeah. Well, I- I'm giving each one a thunk before I step on it. Cool. Here we are.
4: (laughs) Wow. How old is this brick? old? Look at this glaze. They've got ceramic tiles down here? I guess so. Beautiful. Did they put glitter in it? Why is it sparkling?
2: That's just the sunlight.
4: Really? I don't think so.
2: Okay, so further underground should be southeast. Let me get the compass. You have an actual compass it's abby's they said my phone would lose service down here this way
4: should we be worried about the water dripping
2: just condensation abby said it's not supposed to do anything till wednesday and i think it's just gonna snow it's just warmer down here
4: i'm surprised the pipe's so big
2: yeah do you even have to duck no (laughs) well mount abs never floods right
4: And it's weird there's no moss. Yeah. And it smells so clean. You'd expect it to smell, like, kind of earthy or like rotting leaves. Yep. Hey, everything okay? What? Everything... Okay with Dottie? I
2: guess. Weird stuff keeps happening.
4: I mean, we are in Mount Absalom.
2: No, I mean... With her.
4: Spikes told me what happened at Christmas.
2: Yeah. She forgot what Mars was the other night. Where it was? No, what it was. We used to bust out the telescope all the time when I was a kid. She knew everything about the stars, the planets, all that. So, the second night Dad was there, the sky had cleared up. It was just awful weather on New Year's. I remember. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so we get out the telescope. It was fun. Everyone all crowded around like we were kids, and Mom was looking at the sky. And she said, it's so weird that you can see Mars so well because it's so far away. And I'm like, it's not that far, comparatively. And she's like, it's the closest to the sun. It goes Mars, Venus, Earth. And I'm like, um, no, no. And she's like, it's hot, it's red. And I'm like, what the hell? It's cold. It's got the ice caps. You taught me about the ice caps, remember? It all just feels like a long time ago. I mean, (laughs) yesterday feels like a long time ago.
4: I'm sorry for asking you to
2: stay. I'm sorry for not wanting to. But you get why... It's nuts watching Mom lose it. It's nuts. The whole thing's nuts. Ah! Got you.
4: Sorry. Tiles are slippery. Or whatever they are.
2: You okay? Yeah. Great. Let's keep going. Hey. What? I'm sad that we don't get to
4: fuck anymore. Well. Well?
2: Well. Me too. I don't want to promise you something I can't give. But if it's something you want, too... Look, right now things are good. I'm here, you're here, we can just work with that. Don't think about the future. I can't. Can't we just be good with things are good and not look too far ahead? I can't
4: love you with an axe over my head.
2: I love you, and that's the problem. You do? I missed you over Christmas. I kept feeling like I forgot something, this really intense feeling, and then it's like, oh no, it's that Maddie isn't there. And I miss this town. I spent so much of my time hating this place, and then suddenly it's a place that's not so bad. You love me? And you're making me love Mount Absalom, which is difficult. <laughs> you love me. I love you. Don't leave me because I'm messed up. Whoa! You hear that? Why is it happy? See, this is what I'm talking about. The house never talks to me. It just sings. The house? Yeah, it sings songs to me. But we're not in the house. We gotta record this. I got my phone. Hold on. Abby's gonna be so pissed I didn't bring their field recorder. They offered, and I was like, why? Why? I think I've heard this before. Where? I don't remember. Now, there's a little sad part. What's that mean? I don't know. It's going this way. Careful, there's a step. Oh! 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 oh. oh. Weird.
4: Echo! Weird. What kind of pipes are these? Clay? I guess. Why'd they change the pipes?
2: I think they're just older pipes.
4: Huh. What's this? What? There's something in the clay.
3: Words?
4: I don't know. It's got that deposit... that shimmer glitter stuff all over it. Let me see. Si ad salwaret nos lineo.
2: What does that mean?
4: No idea. I'll take a picture. Look it up later. Who's making that song?
2: I think it's the person I'm looking for. The one who blooms. A ghost? I don't know. Let's keep going. Silas said he lived down here.
4: We're down here because of Silas? Yeah. You can't trust that creep.
2: I know I can't trust him. He's killed people. Oh. Lily, no. I can handle this.
4: Why are you hanging out with him?
2: Because i got to keep an eye on him.
4: Or stay super away from him.
2: Silas said that if Mom has another memory hiccup, he's going to take Fenwood House by force. Are you counting the Mars thing? He's not going to find out about the Mars thing. How? Because I'm meeting with him and telling him everything's fine. What's your plan? Keep moving. Figure it out. Muddle through. You know? Can I hold your hand? Sure. Ooh, another step. Yeah, we got a new kind of pipe.
4: What is it? Dried tar? Wood. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's got the glaze on it.
2: Something in the water. What's that? A chair? Yep,
4: yeah, like a little seat. In case you want to hang out here. Weird, 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 weird.
2: Yeah, I see some light up ahead.
4: Should we turn around?
2: No, this is good. I guess we're gonna meet him. Can't reason with Silas. Maybe we can reason with Blooms.
4: You want to keep going? Yeah, might as well.
2: Bet you're missing that crowbar.
4: At least he knows we come in peace. Should we?
2: Maybe let's not
4: talk. I wanted to change shoes.
2: Shh! Hello? Hello? What is it? A cave. Conveniently featuring working light bulbs. Where do those stairs go?
4: Don't say up.
2: (laughs) Aha. That was my favorite movie as a kid. Ghostbusters? Yeah.
4: Well, that's funny.
2: Hello? Maybe don't shout. Seriously, what's with the lights? I mean, handy for us, but what's to light up? It's empty.
4: When it rains, there's probably a stream running through it. See the little pipe at the other end to drain it?
2: Okay, so someone installed electricity to, what, at best light up some dirty water?
4: I mean, the cave itself is pretty. It's got the same sparkle as the walls of the pipes.
2: Might as well go up. Might as well. We're here to figure stuff out. What, are we just going to go back the way we came?
4: I guess not. Are those stairs safe? Look safe. Yes, jump on them.
2: Close to the ground is a darn good place to jump on the delicate-looking spiral staircase that I'm going to ask my girlfriend to go up.
4: Okay. Are we still holding hands, or... Well, that just mean I'll take you down with me if I fall.
2: Yeah, fuck it. Let's hold hands. I love this. I love feeling scared with you. It's mostly excitement. Let's go.
1: some urban spelunkers. We haven't had those in years. Is that Miss Cabrera? Yes. I'm sorry, I don't... Wait, no!
4: You keep coming into the store asking about a bluegrass and jazz crossover act,
1: and I keep saying I don't think that exists. A gal can hope. I'm Sophia. Welcome to the Solaric Bottling Works, the eighth wonder of the world. It reminds me of a church. Oh, sure. When that afternoon light hits that batch of rhubarb cherry coming down the line. Lovely sight. Is the air sparkling? Sure is. Uh, Let's get away from the capping machine. She's a noisy one. And I'm so sorry. You are? Lily
2: Harper. Dot Harper's kid.
1: Oh, Dottie, I haven't seen her since the Celery Fest.
2: Yeah, she's been laying low a little. Hasn't been feeling great.
1: The Alzheimer's. Yes. Right, that's... Everybody knows. I'm bringing her a pie tomorrow. She always liked my apple crumble. We're not going through this alone, Miss Harper. We can do this together. Thanks. So, what's with the cave? Oh, and nowadays we use it for the annual company picnic, gatherings, that sort of thing. Used to use it as cold storage.
5: Cool.
2: Wow. So, here we are, the famous celeriac bottling works.
1: Oh, Nope, celeric bottling works. Celeric means celery? No, ma'am. Celeric means swiftly. With celerity, we serve the... old tagline. We retired it in the 70s. It's really not celeria? Oh, no. We've never limited ourselves to just celery. Mount Absalom has a bounty of vegetation to bring hope, wonder, and that feel-good feeling to the world.
4: That should be your new tagline.
1: (laughs) That feel-good feeling. Sure is true. Well, you know what we mean. Every time you take a sip of our signature celery soda, you feel as though the world is a little easier.
2: Mm, I've actually never had it.
1: I
4: think I tried it when I first got here. I think I remember it being good.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. That won't do. What's rumbling off the line at the mow? Let's see. Oh, celery pear. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, this is a good one. Can I tempt you, Miss Cabrera? Sure. Lily?
2: Why not?
1: Twist off? Heavens no, where's the fun? Bottle opener's on the wall. I got one on my keys.
2: So, Sophia, you've been down to the cave. Oh, dozens of times. Here you go. Thanks. You wouldn't happen to know what that deposit is on the cave walls. We noticed it on the walls of the storm drain pipes, too.
1: Oh, yes. That's a naturally occurring mineral. Pretty, isn't it? Do you
2: know what it's called?
1: Wow. This is incredible.
2: Let me see. Oh. This is good.
1: Makes you feel good in here.
2: Yep. My stomach. Okay. But also here.
1: In your heart. And... Yep. In my head. Got it. Makes you feel like there's a way forward. That's the Solaric soda way. Little pinch of the secret sauce, that glorious gift from the ground. Little fresh fruit or veg, and you'd have a fine summer sipper indeed. Something worthy of being called the pride of Mount Absalom. A a pinch of the what? Of the secret sauce. The mineral deposit that you saw on the cave walls that gives the air in the works a nice little sparkle. Nothing the FDA could pick up. You put that in the soda? Well, it's already in the water in a trace amount. We just add a little extra. Why? To help. We have what's called a depositing water here in Lodge County. And that friendly sparkle helps form a slick, smooth barrier between the pipes and the soda to help it run as quick as can be. In swiftness is power. In swiftness is clarity, cleanliness... And a way forward. Always forward.
2: Is it safe?
1: Not only is it safe, but as I said, it helps. What do you mean it helps? I even like to sprinkle some on my makeup brush and just kind of swoosh it over the eyelid. Makes it really pop.
2: What's it doing in the air?
1: Gets a little messy when you transfer it from the holding vents to the tanks. We have to grind it fine and it kind of goes poof, but no one minds it. think it's pretty myself. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no 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 no. Oh the tears going wonky again. Sophia, is it the whale? No, it's the pixie axle. Dang it. Third stop this week. Keep the line going, it's just the labeler. Crate him up and set him aside. Just don't forget we're running celery pear. I have to call the mechanic. That pixie axle's been giving us trouble all month. Oh well you just have to
2: Marty, don't.
4: It's okay. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. This is just like a Victrola. I bet I can fix this.
1: Oh, wonderful. Do you have any, like, really strong wire? Got a spool on the back wall. I'd say it's pretty thick wire.
4: Lily, can you grab some? Two feet would be great.
2: Okay. Don't break it.
4: I'm fixing it.
2: Okay. Back wall... Where? Oh, here we go.
6: You've
3: done such gorgeous work to the house. Thank you. did not she Two feet? I was passing by it the other day. Such beautiful lilies.
2: Yeah? Oh. Radio.
0: You know, I need help with them.
2: How's this thing like? Okay! Two feet?
3: Your lilies need help? Yes. Lily, help.
2: Oh, no. Mari? Marisol?
5: Lily, help.
2: Hey, you got any crescent wrenches back here? Listen.
1: Help, Lily.
2: Whoa. Help with what? What do you need?
1: That polka dot dress? Good
2: Did something happen to her? Is she hurt?
4: <laughs>
1: no, no, no.
2: Then what?
1: Uh, I think The one thing.
2: In the night? It's okay. Booms. It's okay. I'm handling him. I just can not believe that I got this.
0: Save. Be not, right? you only go from school. The one
2: thing. In the night? Okay. Calm down.
0: Save. Be you
1: only
3: go from school. The one thing. In the night?
6: Lily. Nice. Done.
5: What's
3: going on? Whoa! Let me out. shut it down! It's done! Get back! Shit! Hey! Everybody,
2: Everybody calm down, down okay? okay? Cool. cool it. Cool your jets, cool your motors, cool your dials, cool whatever. Let's mellow out, okay? Let's all just mellow out. I'm looking at you, little circle, spinny thingamajig. You're not looking too mellow. You're looking awfully stressed, and there's no need to stress because everything's under control. It's being handled, okay? Everything, everywhere is all good. So you all just worry about filling those bottles and spreading that celery love.
3: I mean, I get it. It's winter. We're all cold and stressed. I've been in the sewers all day, okay? And right now, things don't feel okay, but they are okay,
2: okay? Things feel like they're going to fall apart, but they're not apart. Everything is stable for now, which is all that matters. And let's not just smash it all up because we're stressed. Got it? So breathe.
5: Be cool.
3: Benefits of celery.
5: Relax with a cool beverage by the pool.
3: Benefits of celery.
5: Relax with a cool beverage. Celery. Cool. Yes. yes.
2: Celery, celery cool. Celery spicy. spicy. Celery, celery yeah. cool. Celery, celery spicy. spicy. Celery, celery cool.
5: Spectacular. Celery. Cool. Celery.
1: Let's get out of here. Hey, uh, Sophia. I'm so sorry about all this. The machines are never this cranky. Did any of the glass get you? Don't think so. Thank you for calming them down, Miss Harper. Can't think what the source of their agitation could be. Maybe they need some oil. Maybe. Looks like the pixel wheel snapped back into place. Look at that. Sure did.
4: Better get your usual mechanic to give it a once over. Maybe give everything. A once-over while they're at it.
1: That's a good idea. We gotta
2: run. Nice to meet you.
1: Goodbye. Stop by any time. Zinsky, come help me sweep up this glass. Bring a mop.
2: Which way's home?
4: Golden Grooves, this
2: way. Great. That was so weird. Yeah, freezing. Damn this wind.
4: Just a few more blocks. How far? Six. I'll hug you. Thanks. Oof. Wanna take a shower?
2: Huh? You're talking about that scrubbing raw sewage off each other kind of sexy time?
4: You said there's (laughs) no raw sewage in the storm runoff pipes.
2: Oh, so you mean that wash that rusty water out of my hair. Mmm, get that last little bit of mold off my shoulder? Damn! <laughs> Ooh,
4: don't forget about all the broken glass from the bottling works. Mmm, got a little piece on your collarbone. Let me just... Get that off. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: oh, love you. Love you too.
3: This episode features
4: Clarissa Cherie Rios as Lily Amelia Bethel as Marisol
3: Mark Soloff as Silas
4: Tara Sheely as Sophia
3: Michael
6: Turrentine as Wes
7: Corbett Pasco as Maureen D'Souza
1: Written by Jessica Wright Buha
3: Sound design by Alexander Danner Directed by Jeffrey Nils Gardner Music composed by Stephen Poon. Recording engineer Mel Ruder. Unwell lead sound designer Eli Hamada McAlvey.
0: Executive producers Eleanor Hyde and Jeffrey Nils Gardner.
3: By Heartlife NFP. And a special thank you to our supporting producers Mike Beale, Calico Davis, Steve Diamond, Bill Gardner, J.D. Horn, Nick Keenan, Carolyn Koskasten, Megan McLean, Aurora Natalini, and Caitlin White. Heartlife wishes to acknowledge that the land where we live, work, and tell our stories is occupied land.
0: Unwell takes place in southern Ohio, which is the territory of the Miami people. Unwell is produced in Chicago, Illinois, which is the territory of the Peoria, the Potawatomi, and the Miami peoples.
7: Here. Brought you a hot cocoa.
6: Oh. Hi there, Mrs. D'Souza.
7: It's Maureen, Wes. When I'm on dessert duty, it's only Maureen. Have a cocoa. You look
6: cold. I'm fine.
7: Have one sip. If it's not for you, dump it out. I won't be upset. Thanks. Can I sit on this wing next to you? Okay. It surprised me. Looking out the window of the shop, seeing anybody on this playground middle of winter. And surprise number two, that looks like Wes. Haven't seen you around in a while, kiddo.
6: I haven't really been seeing many people. I needed to take some time alone.
7: I understand. Are you still looking after Dot at Fenwood?
6: I'm trying to. It's complicated.
7: (laughs) Can't imagine it's easy. Even with Lily back home... You're a good soul for doing it.
6: I'm not sure how much longer I can. I feel like... I have a responsibility to her, but I also... I might need to leave Mount Absalom.
7: Of course. The classic choice. I remember feeling similar when my dad told me he wanted me to take over the shop one day. Didn't know if I wanted the responsibility. Didn't know if there was something outside of the town I wanted more. The funny thing was, after a while... It stopped feeling like a responsibility. Being able to listen to my neighbors talk about their days, making them feel better with a dish of ice cream or a cup of cocoa. It wasn't a responsibility. It was a calling. A calling? Sort of a voice from off in the distance. Or might be somewhere inside you. (laughs) Listen to me getting all poetic. Like an echo? Sure. That's one way to think of it.
6: Although an echo is a sound that comes back to you true. Which means I'm only going to hear my calling if I call out to it first. Wes, that's very insightful. You are wise beyond your years, you know that? I wouldn't say that.
7: Wherever it ends up coming from, I hope you find it. That's the tough part about a calling. There's no map that takes you there. It's something you draw up while you're on the journey. Just make sure you stop once in a while for refreshments, right?
6: That's helpful. Truly, Maureen. I try to be. So do I. I know you do. Thank you. For the words and the cocoa. There's some place I need to go.
7: Figured there might be. Take care, Wes. Stay warm. I should do the same.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
5: The first thing you need to know about the Vega Sci Fi Adventure podcast is that you're not just listening to someone tell you a story, you are stepping into a world. And Vega Rex, the woman at the center of this saga, is currently sitting at the top of it. This is not by accident. For millennia, the country Vega calls home has been carefully honing the skills of its state-contracted killers, and these so-called holy warriors have gotten real good at taking down the world's worst criminals, or, as they would call it, cleansing. 400 kills into her career, Vega is the most decorated hunter there has ever been, and likely would have stayed that way if it had not been for him. An explosive encounter with a terrorist sets Vega on a path of revenge that is so thoroughly illegal that before this story is done, she will have risked it all. Life, limb, and love to satisfy her vengeance and keep her record of righteous kills perfect. My name is Ivoma Okoro, and I have so much more to tell you about this. Check out Vega, a sci fi adventure podcast, anywhere you listen to them, because, baby, I'm just getting started.